You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, where generations meet to hear sources of relatable experiences and stories through discussions. Our goal here is to create a platform for individuals of all backgrounds to relate and find different ways others are facing similar situations in their lives. Whether someone is struggling which paths on careers to take, how to handle people and relationships in their life, creating a sustainable and positive lifestyle, or just simply looking to learn new perspectives from people with similar backgrounds and interests, this podcast is for you. Alright guys, welcome to On The Go Voice Podcast. Uh, you're listening to the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga. My name's Edgar. What's up, guys? Hey, so today, uh, we actually had, I'm actually having one of my old co-workers that I uh, was fortunate enough to work with. Really kind and nice girl, super gentle, just overall very uh, compassionate, giving, just super nice, you know, super, uh, sometimes even quiet. And uh, so when I talked to her a while back before she became the certified personal trainer she is now, uh, she mentioned that she struggled along with some eating disorders in the past. And to me, I wanted to bring it on because in this active wellness series, I wanted her to talk about that and how she overcame that aspect of struggling with uh, eating disorders as well as like how she how she got the motivation to become to overall um you know become a personal trainer she is now and i'm I'm hearing that she's doing a lot of good things so erin welcome to the show how are you today i'm good thank you great so the first thing i want to do for anybody to know uh just tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from what you're currently doing now Ooh. okay um I'm from Conejo Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Aaron. Nice. And what I'm doing now is I'm training at LA Fitness right now. Okay. Yeah. How do you like it so far? Um, it's Gucci. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. How so, long have you been a uh, personal training for? Um, since beginning of July. Oh, okay. So nice. pretty recently. Yeah. What made you want to get into that? Um, well, I've always really wanted to get into the health and fitness industry, so I actually really want to be a nutritionist or a dietitian, but mm-hmm. personal training was more like the quickest thing I could get into, and so mm-hmm. I thought I'd start with that, learn about the body, and then go from there. Was that always your thing? Like, how old are you, my bad? I'm sorry? Um, 22. 22? Was that, was that your thing? Like, as soon as you graduated, you knew you wanted to do that? Or did, did, did some things lead up to that? To yeah. You? Mainly things led up to it. Like, originally I wanted to do film editing. Oh, um, interesting. Um, yeah, so I went to film school. But I was struggling a lot, like, with my mm. eating disorder and anxiety. Like, I wouldn't really go to class. And my grades sucked. So... Yeah, and I don't know, one day I was just, like, really upset, and I was, like, thinking about personal training for some reason. I was like, I wonder okay. how much they make. I wonder, like, what I can do to become one. And Interesting. Yeah, so and that so, kind of... So to bring it back, you know, just for anybody listening, I was working with her at the 24-Hour Fitness, and uh, you, were you, did you want to become a personal trainer before that, or were you already working there? Um. So when I started working at 24-Hour Fitness... Um, I, sorry. So I applied to work at 24 hour fitness 
because that's when I was like really interested in fitness. So I was like, mm. yeah, I want to surround myself and like see what working at a gym environment's like. So I applied there um, with the intention of working towards my certification while working there. And I did, um, but I ended up not training at 24. But but you got this yeah. certification, which is a hookup, you know, mm-hmm. which is pretty yeah. cool. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty pricey to get that certification. Training, yeah, it was right? a, I mean, it was a starting point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I talk to you, you mentioned that you, you struggled with uh, eating disorders and everything like that. You know, um, I just I just wanted for everybody to kind of grasp, you know, the perspective of what you went through. If, can you tell us a little bit about your experience or like your history when with that before you became a personal trainer? Yeah. So um, my eating issues started when I was like 12, 13. Um, and I remember just being really scared of food um, and feeling guilty every time I ate. Um, so I actually, I was, what kind of triggered that is I was being bullied in middle school, like really bad. Kids were telling me to kill myself and things oh, like that. So, nice. Why? So I honestly don't know because <laughs> I'm like a shy and quiet person. And so people thought it was fun to pick on me. And like I went to a small school. Um, so. Yeah, everyone sort of ganged up on me and I had like one friend, but then eventually I had no friends. Mm. Um, anyways, so I ended where did, up... Where did you grow up again? Um, I grew up here, like in oh, okay. Oxnard. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so I went to middle school in Ventura. I'm not going <laughs> to drag any names, but I might. Um, yeah, so I got pulled out and that's kind of when like I was doing homeschool and I was very isolated and I was like know why don't these kids like me like I don't know like let's try to make myself more likable and I started like searching up ways to lose weight and it just kind of spiraled like pretty quickly um so I lost weight pretty quickly and then that my mom started getting suspicious Mm -hmm. and that's when I got into my first treatment center but I struggled with that for from 13 to like 18 19 so it's been a long time of just like up and down and highs and like really really lows like so many rock bottoms like yeah that's interesting because you know i i think when i came here from philippines as well i was uh picked on by a couple of people as well i think just i think i was like the only asian especially here in Oxford, which is more hispanic and i I essentially wanted to fit in and I ended up like trying to dress like them, trying to talk like them at one point, which was really interesting. But uh, but on the other end, like, you know, you went about it the other direction and, you know, like it's something that happens, unfortunately, and there's people like that. But um, yeah, so what about um, didn't you did you mention um, you, you were facing um, an illness? Is this what you're talking about or is this something else? Um, yeah. I, th- I think what it was called, if you if you don't mind like jumping into yeah. it, I remember you mentioned you had some bone disease. It was called osteopenia. Yeah, so it's well, I don't know, is it a disease? It's like a degenerative disease, I guess. Okay. So I had the or an like, illness. I'm not sure what yeah. the word is. I mean, so with my case, I can reverse it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah, thankfully. But, um, I mean, you can still kind of reverse osteoporosis, but that's, like, an advanced stage of bone loss. So mm. that's what, like, 
the old ladies have that are like seven years old their bone density is really really poor and like if they fall they can break a bone well so because of me not treating my body right i mm -hmm. developed like the early stages of that so osteopenia which is osteopenia. like a less advanced version of it honestly i haven't researched much of it because like the beginning it terrifies of it. me but yeah so i was losing a lot of bone mass mm -hmm. um just from not feeding myself properly oh. and yeah i found that out from getting like a dexa scan and being kind of terrified like oh actually like what i'm doing is really bad for me <laughs> when when did it come to the point where you realized what you were doing was actually a bad thing um i guess well when i was my lowest weight um i got the flu mm -hmm. and like my body could not fight it off i had to go to the hospital and i passed out like three times wow. once just like walking into the doctor's office um and yeah i had to be on like ivs and my mom took pictures of me which like honestly i looked like i was dying and like i look back on them today and i'm like okay thank god i'm not like that anymore yeah no you but, look good now thank you i mean but, you, you know progressively over time yeah but at was the that, time was that, was that one of the points that kind of like made you be like okay this is it like i need to change um, or did it, it was it further yeah. up further it, up in time there must have been like a turning yeah. point or a, a switching point you know so i mean it's really hard to like recover from an eating disorder depending on like um how deep in it you are and at that point i was pretty pretty far gone i had already gone to treatment like three or four different times um so what was treatment like oh it was like... If you don't mind talking about it. Oh, man. It's kind of like being in, like, kindergarten all over again, it mm. feels like, because you're being, like, bossed around by, like, all of these adults all the time. And granted, I was an adolescent at the time. But, yeah, it's just a lot of, like, being watched 24-7. Like, you couldn't go to the bathroom by yourself. You had to have your hands on top of the table as you ate. You had to finish all your food. If you didn't finish your food, you get insured. Like, is it, like, a rehab center? <laughs> you, like, do you, like, live there or? Yeah. Or really? Yeah. Well, there's different phases. So, I mean, the ones that I went to were, like, places you lived in. Mm. And, I mean, at one point I was in Colorado for, like, two or three months. Um, that was actually a really nice place, but the, I've had some really bad experiences. Like I went to Ari a place in Arizona oh. and, oh, they were so mean there. Wait, wait, wait. So why were you switching in different treatment places multiple um, times? Great question. Um, cause I relapsed a few times. So oh. the first time I went somewhere, it was in Arizona mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So I was there for like three months and when i got out i was okay for like maybe six months and then i relapsed and then i lost a bunch of weight again and then after that it went on maybe a few years and then i got to like a really low point and then i got put back in wow yeah must have been so. harsh well thanks for sharing that of course the really cool <laughs> thing is that you've used that as a way to put yourself in a really happy place in the in the place right now where you feel like you've seen yourself at your best am i am i, am I right good <laughs> yeah. did, did you meet other people that were kind of going through the same thing as oh people? yeah that's an interesting question um like in the treatment places yeah um yeah i guess um 
Yeah, a lot of them are struggling with like the same issues, but everyone's case is so different, like why they started acting out in behaviors and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I tend to notice like there's just a certain type of person that like will take out any sort of anger or sadness they have like on themselves. And oh. I've noticed I'm that person that like if someone around me is upset, like I go inward and I'll like take it out on me. So like you beat yourself up, but like yeah, in a very unhealthy mental way. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we I, that's actually something we want I wanted to talk about too, is because I'm sure at, at some point when you were having those men uh this eating disorders, you had some sort of comparisons of how you should be and how you should be. So we'll talk about that, you know, and how uh how the fitness industry in general can like trigger people mm -hmm. to do such thing like that right so um right now um what what would you say like was the hardest thing that you experienced while you were actually you know in relapse and everything like that um i'd say the hardest thing well so in relapsing so not in treatment right mm -hmm. um the hardest thing is like seeing your mom cry because mm. she doesn't uh, like because you're losing so much weight in front of her and she thinks you're going to die. Like that was really scary. Um, yeah, just kind of like I guess no one really talked about it at the time, but my whole family was kind of just like we're preparing for Aaron's funeral. Like when is she? Oh, man. yeah, that's just like accepting mortality in a way. Yeah, no, not in a way in any way. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have a sister. Mm. Um, she's seven years older than me, so I actually didn't really interact with her that much during okay. this time that I was really ill. But mm. yeah. But she probably looks up to you now, huh? Like, oh, you're my sister. You're working out and all. Yeah, you <laughs> looking <know>. good <laughs> and everything like that, and having fun. But uh, so right now, obviously, you're a, you were at a phase where you got out of that mental hole and mm. put yourself in a position where you decided to say, hey, you know what? I want to make a changes for yourself. So on the process to even becoming a certified personal trainer and i remember actually she she's you're gonna compete in a bikini competition mm -hmm. oh really yeah which is pretty cool by the way for someone to come from that and then to come up to where you're currently at right now when is that um june 2020 oh okay yeah, so we're gonna I be supporting you. you nice thank nice you, you. so what was what was the pro what was the process that you had to adapt to and what did that look like like you know tell us about like some of the struggles you were coming across and or what was like some effort um you know when it comes down to dieting or like mm -hmm. structuring or maybe support even how did that look like to you um i guess it's well okay first of all I highly recommend mm -hmm. like a therapist like you can't recover from an eating disorder on your own um, but like obviously like you have to take crucial steps by yourself that are gonna help you um, so what helped me a lot was I actually hired a coach for just meal planning and like exercises okay um, and she like started increasing my calories because I was not eating enough at the time um, and mind you, this was like a different phase. Like I went through my like restrictive phase of my eating disorder until I was 18. And mm -hmm. then I started struggling more with bulimia. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> it's like, it's not fun. It was a hell hole. Um, but yeah, the only way I could like dig myself out of that was like giving myself some structure. Mm -hmm. So that's why I hired the coach. 
Um, and yeah, she helped me a lot. And I would say just like planning meals, um, trusting the process and like not listening to the voices in your head because at the end of the day, it's like the reason that you listen to these voices and that you have them is because you have like a skewed sense of mm. your self-perception. And yeah, that was it for me. So I was like, I can't like even no matter how strong these voices are, like I can't listen to them. And so after a while, they start to fade um, with time and just like not acting out. But, you know, it takes a lot of power to just like go through the motions and like try not to act out, you know? Mm-hmm. Now you said you um, one of the hardest things about, you know, relapsing, relapsing was seeing your mom cry. Mm-hmm. What about like when you were going through rehab? What was like, what was one of the hardest things going through there? Um, being away from my family and being away from my friends, um, being away from work, just like I was like locked out of society. Mm. Like I was with like all these other girls around my age, but we were like in this little hospital thing and yeah. we couldn't leave. But the thing was that I'm sure the back of your mind, you know that it was like treatment for you, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you weren't like feeling like you were forced to do it. You essentially back in mind, oh, you know, I need to do this for yourself. You were in that phase of rehabilitation yeah um i mean okay like for my personality type like i'm very shy and very like um reserved and Mm -hmm. i don't speak out much but there are a lot of personalities like especially in rehab places that are really out there and they're very like no i don't want to do this and like it's kind of triggering um there were a few people who tried to escape (laughs) when i was there and they set off the alarms and yeah, so, I mean, wait, what were we talking <laughs> I just remember this. But, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But, yeah, I mean, I know it was treatment for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, when things like that happen, you're kind of like, wow, like, people are really desperate. Like, they If anything, they probably have it worse, right? Like, mentally, yeah. they probably were trying to escape this image that they thought they should be. But then somebody else is telling them that they should be. But in the back of their mind, they're thinking... Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. But, right? like, in my head, I was kind of like, uh, you know, like, I don't really want to get, like, a tube up my nose or, like, because oh, that's what like, would happen if... getting that far? Like, people were getting, like, force fed? Yeah, that would happen if you didn't take your supplement, if you didn't eat your food. So, I was like, I remember yeah. one time I was so full that I was, like, crying at the table. Like, my stomach was hurting mm. and... We were playing like what we do during meal times is we'll play like a little word game or something to kind of like ease the tension, make everyone more comfortable. Um, but I was really full and I couldn't finish my food. And we all had like an hour timer or something for our meals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was getting close to the end and I was like crying. And the like lady who was at the head of the table, she was like, Aaron, you can't play the game anymore. You have to finish your food. And I was like, oh my God. like, <laughs> And like, that was like a trivial moment for me because. Give me a second, guys. I forgot to tell my dad that's why I, oh, didn't know. Okay. I didn't know what time was coming back home but anyways but keep going okay so Wait, what, what game was it that you play? i don't remember honestly oh, it was I'm just curious. like a word guessing <laughs> game or we would be like i don't know just like a word game mm-hmm. yeah it was um, a way to keep yourself distracted right yeah so anyways so yeah she tells me that i can't play the game anymore mm-hmm. and i was just like 
I was even more sad. Like, I was like, this is bullshit. bullshit. Like, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> pissed off. Um, yeah. So that's like, I don't know. It's just like really sad because you're like, I'm in pain. I don't have my mom I can go to mm. for comfort. Like, they're going to make me eat this food whether I like it or not, no matter how much pain it's putting me in. And yeah, I ended up finishing it because was it like good food at least or was it like... yeah it was good i've been good. i've been to a place before where the food was actually horrible and mm. i would opt for the supplements instead oh, really? but they oh. they hated me they were like you're um you're not eating the food like you're not listening to us and i'm like your food sucks so. <laughs> <laughs> what a little rebel over here <laughs> i know <laughs> okay well I, I wanted to backtrack uh i noticed that you mentioned earlier how you had to quiet those thoughts which i thought was really cool because you know like even they nowadays you know there's it's hard to fight those thoughts especially trying to figure out what you should be and what you should be there's a, a sense of identity crisis that we should try to be you know mm-hmm. and what 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 interest intrigued me in bringing you into this series Aaron is that that concept of like trying to fit this style of what how you should look and how you should eat mm-hmm. what you should be doing just so that you can fit this image of perfection or progress that people have when in reality you might be going about it in a different way you know well what are your thoughts about that Ooh. Well, I don't know where to start with that. It's a big question. It's a lot. Um, so like, how do I quiet the thoughts? How do I? Yeah, I mean, like you, you had you had a coach that helped you out. You know, eventually, Mm -hmm. it allowed you to it supported the thoughts that you should be having, so that you can you know eventually become this Aaron that you are now. But like a lot of people nowadays, you know, especially with the overloading amount of information on Instagram and like meal preps and people like maybe taking other kinds of supplements yeah. that, that isn't probably legal. Mm-hmm. Um, that forces people or influence people to want to go about that route and just try to fix it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean in a sense for the eating disorder a lot of people could probably see that hey there's this girl that looks this way and i have to make myself look like that just that's why i go through these procedures of mm-hmm. you know right uh-huh. so yeah i just wanted to top the topic on it because i thought it was really interesting okay yeah so right now um i know you're competing yeah. as well What's mm-hmm. your motivation? What keeps you going? Um, my motivation for that is just showing myself like what I can mm. do and that I'm capable of doing hard things. Um, do yeah. you have any? Do you have anyone else like going through this journey with you? Like friend, close yes. friend, sister. Nice. Yeah. Um, she actually. Well, she kind of got me into bodybuilding. Like she did a show uh, a oh. while ago, like a really long time ago. Wait, but... you're, you're older. You have an older sister. Mm-hmm. How old is your? She's seven years older than me. So oh, I mentioned earlier. Oh, I, you know, I thought it was. You mentioned that she was seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, wait, she's working now with you at like age. But I was like, okay, makes sense now. Okay, so t- tell us about her. You know, what, what's uh, how did she push you? What did that look like? I mean, she didn't push me. She was she just like, <laughs> she was just like, I'm doing a show, and I was like, I'm gonna do it with you. And she's like, okay, here's the okay. details. 
But, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not a competitive person, but a little part of me is like, oh, well, my sister did it, so, like, I can do it, too. Maybe I can do a little mm-hmm. better. Nice. So, we'll see. I mean, it sounds like you're pretty excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've always kind of wanted to do one, but I wasn't going to do it if I wasn't ready, um, especially with my history. So, I've waited a really long time. Like, it's been on my mind for, like, five mm-hmm. years now. Interesting. So, Oh, well, now, can we? <laughs> uh, doing th- that type of show, um, I mean, it requires a lot of dieting. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's gonna, you know, like maybe affect you in some way or kind of like trigger you um, to kind of go back to your old habits? Um, that's a great question because I kind of am concerned about that. But um, I'm at a point where I have a lot of people around me that they know about my past issues Mm -hmm. and I'm very like like if I feel myself slipping I'll tell them I'll be like hey like if you see me do this like tell me to stop like pull me out of it because like it's very easy to slip back into it but if like you can just talk me out of the habit like well I mean self-awareness is a big thing too I mean in your situation the way I what I would suggest is just kind of see yourself as your own client Mm-hmm. You know, since you are a personal oh, trainer, interesting. see yourself as, oh, fuck, I'm fucking up. You know, like, yes. what would I tell myself right now? Because, you know, sometimes, um, I mean, I'm a personal trainer, true, and uh, that's kind of how I can uh, call myself out on my own bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'll, I'll treat myself as my own client. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, I mean, no one else is going to call you out on your own bullshit except yourself. Exactly. I actually had... Um... Like, a few months ago, I went through a pretty bad breakup, and Mm. I, like, couldn't eat at all that month, and so I, like, or I would eat, like, really unhealthy, but I lost a lot of weight, and, like, my clients started noticing, and they were like, are you okay? Are you taking care of yourself? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, just, like, a little stressed or something, (laughs) Um, and then, and then I got sick, and then I was like, actually, I need to, like, take care of myself because I don't want my clients to like look at me and be like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I just you're a, you're you're a product of what you're selling yeah basically Precisely. so it, it makes sense you know mm-hmm. you gotta take care of yourself yeah and, and I like what I like what Edgar said you know like if you were your own client what would you tell your, yourself which I thought was really cool I know and like anytime like my clients say something like stupid like oh I'm gonna do like an hour of hit cardio because mm-hmm. like I keep gaining weight I'm like maybe you should actually see a doctor because maybe there's an underlying problem like I don't <laughs> want you to do that much cardio because it's gonna put you in a really bad headspace mm-hmm. and if you don't lose more weight like it's just gonna make it worse for you like yeah and most of the time me. that 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 lack of um, weight loss might not, even, might not even be due to the you know the exercise they're doing. It might be upon what they're eating at home. You know, so I mean they mm. can do an hour of cardio, but then they can go back home and eat it all back in you know ten twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So I think you know eating is the main thing in this case. Yeah, which yeah. is what we're talking about. Yeah, well it's good that we bring it up. You know, because I think nutrition and but also how you perceive nutrition and that's an important case in this end so um you know what i'm gonna jump into the other parts that uh we mentioned in here 
So, Aaron, for you, what does fitness look like overall? Like, what does it mean to you? I mean, not look like. What does it mean to you? I feel like there's a whole spectrum of fitness. Um, Let's pick one. What does it mean? Yeah. That's like, a big question. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, like, like if it was a purposeful meaning to you, you know, when it comes down to fitness, like, what what do you say it means to your life overall? Like, the definition. Wow. Like, I don't want to sound like a bro, but, like, I feel like fitness is life, you know? <laughs> like, um... Because, well, this is what the series is about. Because you know? it really is, though, because, yeah. like, that's how you take care of yourself and what you feed yourself and how you exercise, like, that affects your everyday life, that affects your health overall. Like, mm-hmm. a healthy body is a happy body, like... Definitely. And it affects your mental health too, so absolutely. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, how you treat your body is, it affects how you treat your your mental aspect as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm glad. Well, the reason I asked that is because I feel like with fitness, you know, um, when we neglect our body, mm-hmm. in a way, we kind of um, we just forget about everything else in our life, and it just kind of leaks, you know. And when we don't take care of ourselves, like other parts of our lives begins to unfold the same way because we miss that little direction so that's like today i started or uh, actually yesterday i started program where i'm trying to gain more mass again start doing new programs for workouts so now i'm just like man you know like i see how structuring myself here how it can how i get it get it motivates me to structure other parts of my life you know it gets me very organized so that's why I asked. Um, oh, it definitely, it definitely transfers on, like the discipline that you acquire from, you know, the type of a, a, a what do you call it, a, like a meal program, a routine, something that's structured. It definitely transfers on to other areas of your life. Yeah, I mean, not just from a physical sense. I like to see it as a spiritual sense. Yeah. You know, like. The way you just kind of decide, hey, you know, this is what my body deserves. Mm-hmm. This is not so much the, oh, I need to take away from my life. But, like, this is what I need to deserve. Like, giving yourself that drops of water, you know, like, as if, like, you're a plant. Mm-hmm. That type of nutrient that you need. And that does reflect in how you see yourself, you know. Oh, my gosh. This thing's about to fall. But, anyways. Honestly, um, the way I see it, like, for my in my example, it would just be to... Um, use your body to its full potential because there's there's been uh, plenty of instances where um, I've been injured and I uh, can't use my leg, can't use my hand, can't move my shoulder. Didn't you just get injured and, right now? Yeah, I mean, it fucking sucks. So, though, what fitness, you know, what it means for me is just using your body to its full potential, you know, taking, taking advantage of it while you still have it because, you know, you never know when you know one thing will happen and yeah you're screwed <laughs> i know exactly i mean a lot of people don't think about that right now you know which would which is a def- totally different topic which you know i was talking to a member today and I, I i mentioned to him how back then you know um i never like he's like he was like 70 years old and he was mentioning oh how back then he didn't really like he didn't worry about fitness as much you know he said that people were just smoking weed and that's the time when he grew and i was like okay cool i see that you know and i told him that at this time 
fit health and health and wellness overall is becoming this thing where it becomes a part of a life like something that we pass on to our little brothers or you know little sisters or our little cousins or like the future generation we post about it because it's part of life mm -hmm. you know and that's the really cool thing that has uh, evolved into as part of this generation which I can fully appreciate you know because when I see people putting in the work for their body I see that they work hard or there's someone who really cares for themselves and I'm not saying that people who don't you know do, don't love themselves don't take care of themselves however it shows that there's someone who wants progress who mm -hmm. wants more you know and and that's what we're here for all about like you mentioned the, the tech or the direct message that we're all fitness yeah. geeks talking about this thing basically <laughs> i know um and as a personal trainer i look at like training my clients as like kind of injury prevention because a lot of my clients are mm. older right so i help them strengthen like their legs their shoulders like things that can commonly like have some sort of impingement um Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Prime them for the future. Awesome. Well, I'm really glad for having you serious, but... No, prime them for everyday life. Yeah. Precisely. Exactly. So how, how are you, uh, you know, how, how are you going to keep yourself on top of your game, Aaron? Especially you competing right now in a bikini competition. What are you going to be doing that's different, would you say, that you're pushing yourself? Well, I have to track my workouts. Like, I have to make sure that I'm, like, progressing and getting stronger. Oh, that's very important. A lot I know, of people don't do that. I didn't <laughs> until <laughs> recently. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm pushing myself. And I will train with people that will push me for me. Because a lot of times I'm just like, no, it's too heavy. I don't want to do it. But they're like, yeah, you can. Can yeah. you talk? Can you tell us more through. about your training regimen? Like, do you have um, do you have it all planned out, or how do you how do you break it down? Um, Actually, hold that thought real quick because I know this thing is falling. <laughs> this stupid thing is falling. <laughs> all right, good. Your regimen. My regimen. Okay. Um. Well, right now I'm like reverse dieting, so I'm increasing my carbs like every week, um, to like build muscle and my metabolism. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, and then my regimen for workouts, I work out like five, six days a week. Um, legs twice. Nice. Um, I'm really focusing on back, like hard, because uh, I need to build a better back. Okay. Yeah, like that I think will be really important for like judging mm -hmm. um yeah that's one of the things i'm working on and then i just love shoulders so like i have like one or oh. two shoulder days so. well, i don't really i don't really mess with shoulders i mean i do it but i just it's not my favorite thing shoulder <laughs> days are the best okay oh my god do you have a training partner or do you usually train by yourself usually i train by myself but like for leg days and back days i will have someone come with me and spot you right yeah and like push me because otherwise i'm gonna like, you're gonna yeah. check out yeah go the other direction <laughs> and i still complain the whole time during the workout but at least like someone is making me do it yeah <laughs> well i'm glad it's always good having someone push you when you know you're always being the one pushing the other person mm -hmm. is that why is that what you could tell me to go to no actually you don't you don't tell me to go to the gym with them anymore i train alone homie <laughs> 
My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get hurt, bro. <laughs> no, and no, I'm kidding. No, having a training partner is very. I mean, I would love to have a training partner, but actually, my training schedule is just like everywhere. It's true. Know? Actually, our schedule is pretty mixed. We barely got. We barely be, were able to put this together, you know. Um, but other than that, I mean, I actually want to ask the personal question that maybe you could not even a personal, but more. Um, more deeper question because like for someone who have gone through something that you might have gone through or maybe who are uh, other women out there that are trying to gain some confidence for themselves i mean what would you say for them wow well i don't know it depends <laughs> like what do they like it just in general like yeah like or, i mean like, you know fitness or i mean for anybody listening to this thing okay. well for example i have a friend she's also a personal trainer um she also she's also going through um um an eating disorder Interesting. Uh, she's actually been going she's been going through it for quite some time pretty much ever since i met her which was a couple of years ago um and she's also looking to do a competition but every time she starts dieting mm-hmm. she kind of goes back to her old ways and, and it's what kind of kind of keeps on stopping her so then she keeps rebounding and then she goes back and I mean, my advice to her is just, you know, just eat, eat. And she knows that's what's best for her. She knows that's what she has to do. But it's just, um, you know, the, those old habits bringing her back. Mm-hmm. What would you say to her, you know, to get her past that point? Um, well, I'd say if, like, I don't know. Well, okay, so if you're struggling mentally with eating in general. I, mean, I, th- I think she's your age, too, actually. Okay. Well, I think you need to kind of like fix your relationship with food first um well you did you also did mention um to maybe see a therapist oh yeah i mean yeah definitely or yeah because i'm not a licensed professional Mm -hmm. obviously um and yeah they're really helpful at giving like unbiased insight and helping you realize like what triggers you and stuff like that um but i think just generally like definitely mend your relationship with food Mm -hmm. like it's not gonna happen overnight but realize that food isn't bad it's like it's what keeps your body going and Mm -hmm. i mean and it's good so like i mean find what you enjoy and and yeah like make a plan and a schedule see a dietitian um and then find workouts you like if you're at a healthy weight and can exercise like Cool. Yeah, that's what I recommend because it like yeah, I mean I've definitely tried recovering from my eating disorder like when I was really underweight um, mm-hmm. by myself with just like exercise like weightlifting and eating but Like that it kind of gets tricky at that point because it's like I was at such a low body weight uh, at the time like it wasn't really helping me to be exercising at the same time as like trying mm-hmm. to restore my body weight right um because i had to eat so much so it's just like you know come to like a like a healthy spot and then go from there cool yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask something but it just slipped my head <laughs> it's all good i mean thanks Maybe for sharing that back. hopefully hopefully people who are listening get a value i from hope that, that made sense no, I think it did. You know, you got some little guidance along the way. So, what's... Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. What's your favorite food? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, I really love sweets. Um, but, like, if I had to choose, like, a savory food, <laughs> it would be um, dopoki, spicy rice cakes. Wait, what? Korean spicy rice cakes. I don't think I ever had that. 
You have that, to. It's rice like, cake? Game rice cakes? Game changer. Korean spicy You rice have to cake. like... You have is that to, like at a restaurant or like, or like... Is that something I buy from like the store? Amazon or something or... Or like I have to go to like a restaurant. I'd recommend you go to a restaurant for your first time. <laughs> um, I could actually cook you some because I love it so much that I can cook it. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. It is just so I funny. Would, <laughs> I want to have like, a cooking party and I'll invite a bunch of friends. Yeah, feel free to invite us. I'll be there. Yeah, cool. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> I'm she excited. said it, right? She'll invite us. So what's 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 uh, what's your future looking like? Like right now, Aaron, um, what can we look forward from you? I mean, we obviously we're here to support each other. I want to know. We want to know, like, hey, like, what's what's coming up for you the next couple of months, years? I have no special project plans. <laughs> well, besides your competition, yeah, you have the competition. I mean, right? besides that, but like, you're going to school. Um, I'm doing personal training certification, so right okay. now I'm working on corrective exercise, um, and then I might dive into like nutrition. But I want to go back and get like. It's my bachelor's for like. Um, well, you did say you wanted to be a dietitian. Yeah, right? yeah you gotta so go through that. I, yeah. Nutrition. Yeah, that requires a, a master's. Oh. Yeah, you gotta get a master's. Okay. For that. <laughs> hey, don't put it down, bro. Hey, no, you, I'm, you I'm, do I'm, it. I'm just saying, right? you know, I mean, I wanna. I mean, I'm pursuing that route too. Okay. So. I mean, that's why, like, so you honestly, passing on information. School is just like. It. I've never been good at school, so that's why I've been Same. doing like cert- certifications I mean, me either, or things. But I'm there. Um, but yeah, just taking a little um, what's it called? Um, a little break. A little break for a few years until I decide. Hey, takes as long as you want. You know, know. we're here for you. Yeah, we're gonna support you. you. At least you kind of know kind of where you're headed. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm personal trainer, nutritionist, like, I'd be totally comfortable doing that for the rest of my life, mm. but I would like to expand and learn more, and I like biology, and, like, the way the body works really fascinates me, so, um, yeah, I could geek out about that forever, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I want to learn more, and do more, and compete in a competition, mm. and see where it goes from there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So for anybody else listening to your podcast that decided to say, hey, I want to listen to Aaron's, you know, mm-hmm. podcast, what do you want to tell them or what for them to hear? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't prep for this. Go. Okay. No pressure. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> Thank you. Um, boy, just like, just kidding. it's like a special message. Yeah, it is. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, hmm. This is going to be on your grave. It will be, like, <laughs> carved into my gravestone. Um, I mean, I think just, like, something that's been really hard for me, and I'm still learning, is, like, to accept yourself as a whole. Like, you are only on this earth, like, this one time. You're experiencing this. Um, I think make the most out of who you are. You're very unique. No one else is like you. Stop yes. comparing yourself to other girls. Like sure like there's always gonna be someone prettier from your perspective but like you could be the most gorgeous girl someone's Mm -hmm. ever seen so like it's just all perspective and you gotta like make the most of it and just do what you can do for you and to be your best self like don't compare yourself to anyone else love it 
Love it. So actually, I, I wanted to, I forgot to ask you. Uh, we mentioned a while back in the podcast. I just want to ask now for mission. I know, I knew on your, one of your Instagram, you have uh, your past self. Can I show that on the video? Like, oh, this is how you look like. Oh yeah, that's And then this is how you are now, which yeah. is pretty cool. Okay, cool. So where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Instagram.com okay. slash Aaron Marie Fit underscore. It's gonna come up right there. Like I'm the pretty right sure that's my username. I'll put it in. Yeah. It'll be like in the corner, right? As long in as your left row, right. right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yay. So that's pretty much it. Oh Thanks for ha- being on our podcast. It was a pleasure having you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. thank you so much, Eric. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> Let me close that out. Nice. Ooh, my voice security.